This is keeping it real. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling, Greg? Oh, you know we're gonna talk about our wine. Screw you. Okay, you're still drinking eggnog. I'm still drinking eggnog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to Italy this time for a. Um, I think that's a Casa Laguna. <laughs> La- Laguna. I don't know. Barbera d'Asti. It's red. It's Italian. We can't go wrong. Yeah. Nope. They nope. don't. They don't screw up red wine. No, they're, they're good with their wine. They yeah. know their yeah. wine. They, they know, know their, their food. That's all good. Mm-hmm. What else do you need to know? It's red. What it's else red. Drink it. It's a 2019. It's red. It's drink it. Yeah. Just drink <laughs> it. Anyway, it's, red. it's drinkable. Yeah. It's red. So mm-hmm. that's all. Um, you are still in pumpkin beer land. Yeah. This is, I think this is the last pumpkin beer of the season. It's from Flying Monkeys out of Barry. Theater of Madness. And I think this is one of the best pumpkin beers I've had. Some of them taste really like artificial but mm-hmm. this one's actually really good it's just a, a little hint of pumpkin it's not like that like for you not know. that artificial taste yeah junk and the can is super cool because it's got like a big pumpkin and a bunch of very skeletons. halloweeny yeah. mm-hmm. as we approach christmas and christmas well, yeah <laughs> it's not christmas yet it's like oh it's, it's like that's a nightmare before christmas that could mm-hmm. be like yeah, that's what it looks beer. like that's what the uh, skeleton actually, yeah that's what like. it reminds yeah. me too it's got a skeleton of beret like right there nice there you go french skeleton so yeah so Ooh la skeleton la. Ooh la la. skeleton <laughs> skeleton so yeah no it's, a, it's actually pretty good i would say, suggest if you're gonna get a pumpkin beer during uh, the pumpkin season to go Grab this one. It's uh, hmm. nice. Was that here local? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in the LCB. They actually had a town. lot of pumpkin stuff. Yeah, I think they just got shit left over from. Yeah, I did see season. like a pumpkin porter, and I'm like, mm, yeah, do I, I get that? I, no, yeah, I don't know. If I don't I'd know. Go for a porter, porter should be like chocolatey and caramely and stuff like that. Not yeah. pumpkiny. There you go. Is that a word, pumpkiny? It is now. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, so we talk a lot about shoes, or we love like what's the biggest new shoes at the gym? Oh, new shoes! Mm-hmm. Yeah. But often people ask, what kind? What's the best shoe for CrossFit? Well, and how many shoes do CrossFitters have? Well, okay, yeah. so we, we go, okay, like. so I've got a pair of running shoes for running on the road. I've got a pair of running shoes for trail running. I've got lifting shoes and CrossFit shoes. Yep. And walking back to forth the oh, works. God. Shoes, <laughs> so, well, yeah. So, yeah, so and hiking boots, yeah, and, hiking and like boots. never mind. But, but yeah, yeah, for the purpose for of working yep. out, I have four different types of shoes. Yeah, so we have four pairs. So now your CrossFit shoes, what are those? What kind? Uh, Innovates. Innovates. Yeah, we both have Innovates. Uh, they are a minimalist shoe, yeah. so that means a zero drop from heel to toe. Mm-hmm. So whereas your normal shoe has a you know, there's a your heel well, is elevated. Depending, yeah, depending. For the most part, conventional shoes are yeah. heel elevated. Probably an eight to twelve or more. millimeter drop or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a minimalist shoe kind of sits it's around zero. the four to, or zero. four to zero. Four to zero. Four so it kind of mimics zero. just yeah. if you wore barefoot, socks or yeah. barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. Barefoot mm-hmm. shoe, yeah. which is good. Which we've used for a long time. I've ran in those for a long time and then, you know. Now, does the average person have a hard time getting used to those? It, if takes, a, not? it takes a bit. Only because your calves will burn, especially well, you're if you're also- running right. Because it teaches you, a uh, minimalist shoe for running teaches you how to run in the right positioning. But you shouldn't just go from a conventional running shoe to, to a, a minimalist shoe and run a, f- go yeah, and run yeah, 10K. Go, oh, here, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go do a half marathon oh, in, a, yeah. in a minimalist shoe because mm-hmm. that's going to like screw your, your But up. you're, you know, this thing about you're, there's 29 muscles in your foot, yeah. and ankle. Mm-hmm. And if you're wearing a, conventional shoe you're basically you know because they tend to be narrow so they squeeze your feet together feet together yeah, mm-hmm. your foot. and no, well, then squeeze your foot squeeze your foot and then you've got all this 
padding and support of your arch. So your feet actually don't do what they're intended to do, which yeah. is to flex and stretch and contract. And like, you know, like you need to work those muscles. So if you're switching from a traditional shoe to a minimalist shoe, you really do need to give yourself time. It's like training yeah. a muscle. It's like three it. months. They say three months of wearing that shoe to get in little bits at a time, a little bits at a time to get it used to that, to that positioning. So now as you're, Shoe that you use for running, a minimalist. No, as well, it, yes, our cloud no, benches are classified. Not. They they are classified as a minimalist shoe, even though they have ours are a four, four or six, six. Uh, so, but I would say that they're like, but they have more cushioning. Yes, in it. right. Like we yeah. did the around the bay. And I did around the bay in a minimalist. I would shoe never do it zero, again. Zero. I I couldn't do it now. That. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now older, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it now. But I Just like because the, my Achilles tendon. That I've had operated on, so that's well, and it's issue. I like a I like a little bit. Of, so our yeah. um, we like the on brand cloud. for on cloud. So yeah, so that brand for running and trail running shoes, and the running shoes are I think they're a four millimeter drop, but yeah. it's just that extra bit of cushioning mm-hmm. that makes them a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. for any kind of distance. So now that one that's a little bit like that you use for running, you're saying the drop. Isn't as bad as say zero. zero. Yeah. yeah. So it's four Would that millimeters. be a good one for say someone who's brand new to the minimalist mm. shoe or is probably it? Probably no. not be too bad. Not be- too bad. I'd probably still if you're starting out to try to get into a minimalist shoe, look for a six millimeter to okay. start and then and go mm. and then drop down to a four and then possibly a zero. Yeah. Mm. So then we've got weightlifting <laughs> shoes. Oh, I love well, my which shoes. All, we all which have, we all right? do. Mm-hmm. Um so, I didn't wear them today though. I don't think it would make much of a no, difference with it. No. Not really. No. So, I mean, the thing about weightlifting shoes is if, you know, you've got the elevated heel. So, this is where you don't want a, a flat shoe. I mean, but you can also weightlift barefoot, which yes. I often, I so tell people all the time. So, deadlifts are great barefoot. And with a... Squatting is good barefoot. Yeah. Um, but uh, the nice thing about a lifting shoe is it puts your ankle out on, puts your, lifts your ankle it lifts your heels so your ankle's your in a better, heel, position yeah, in better position because oftentimes people have, uh, they struggle with ankle tight, flexibility tight mm-hmm. in their squat. So now your shin, your, your whole body mechanics change to make the squat. Because that goes from your heel to your, to your knee, to your Hips. hip, to your so back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the nice thing about uh, lifting shoes is that you're not losing all that force into a spongy heel. Mm-hmm. So you've got better energy return, say on a clean and jerk, and those kind of explosive lifts. But yeah, just putting your putting elevating I, that heel puts you in a better position for yeah, squats. Yeah, like I I wouldn't use it so much for a deadlift. No, don't need a mm-hmm. weightlifting. Whereas some people do use it for a deadlift, but I wouldn't use it for a deadlift. No, I, but I, clean I, and I jerk squats. A, I like my zero jerks, drop overhead shoes for yeah. a deadlift. Which with me, I find I need that um, stability because it just mm-hmm. feels like it kind of holds me together where i'm not toey or yeah and your your uh your shoes are a little better for that because you've got the reebok yeah right so they got a little bit more flexibility for that too yeah where our uh again faster are like an old school weightlifting shoe with a wood trim on them yeah i love them they're stiff and they don't flex yeah Mm. so they're great for like clean and jerks and for that you know that overhead lifting and things like that which i like but mine are getting beat up pretty. That's pretty okay. Bad. Well, they're they gotta be 10, 12 years old, probably twelve years old. Yeah. Uh, I don't like when people come in with sort of like the traditional running shoe for CrossFit because the heel is too high, the shoe is too spongy, it you and it puts yeah, and it pitches you forward, especially on 
deadlifts, clean and jerks, any of those kind of lifts. Mm-hmm. So we will find our feet that start to cramp. Their feet cramp. cramp. Yeah. Cramp and up. again, the reason their feet are cramping is because they've spent all this time in a cushioned shoe supporting their arch when, so their arch actually has no strength. So their mm-hmm. feet actually don't have any strength. So if people actually walked around in a, like a four millimeter to a zero millimeter drop shoe, their feet would get conditioned. Get stronger. Get stronger. Mm-hmm. To, to everyday life, basically. Yep. So if, if you took off your shoe and ran in the backyard, you would run, run perfectly. And I've always said that. You would run on the ball of your foot mm-hmm. and everything. Because what happens a lot of times with a cushioned shoe running, you'll run heel-toe, mm-hmm. right? Because it's cushioned. You don't yep. feel that smack on the, the ground. But as soon as you take your shoe off and you run on your bare foot in the, in the, in the grass, you'll run perfectly every time. Because mm. you don't want to smack your... Heel, or you run on the, on the pavement in your driveway. Mm-hmm. You'll run perfectly because you don't want to smack your heel on the driveway. Hmm. So that's why that, you know, getting in. And there's not like, running. I, in researching this particular topic, I watched a video about uh, biomechanics and um, heel striking is kind of a natural thing, but you incline to strike harder with mm-hmm. a with a shoe, shoe than you would, you know, barefoot. with a barefoot. You, and you want to kiss that that ground with your with your heel. With a with a bear, you're not slamming your heel into the ground, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like how I teach running when we do the pose method for running, right? It's just it's a a kiss of the heel on the on the ground, not a smack down where you you can heal. Mm -hmm. When you you hear somebody with a a barefoot running shoe running, you'll hardly hear them come up beside you. Mm -hmm. When you hear somebody with a with a cushion shoe, you'll hear that smack. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because you can yeah. There's you know you don't. You don't feel the no, impact, you don't feel right? The impact of that, yeah. That position, um, and then uh, it used to be uh, podiatrists would say, "Oh, you know, like if you wear a barefoot shoe, you'll have plantar fasciitis." But it's actually the opposite because you all think of all that, uh, all that padding and all that engineering mm-hmm. into our conventional shoes are actually taking away from your foot to do what it's supposed to, to do. Because you also need, like, you know, and I say, like with squats, is a good example. I said you want your toes to grab the ground. Yeah, when, they want so to be spread, spread out. You need mm-hmm. so. Squatting barefoot, deadlifting barefoot, and it was, uh, you know, it was Nike that came up with the, the padding and the running shoes that, that made that in position. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I think, Did you research that? Yeah, is I that heard a fact? That a long time ago. Yeah, it was Nike that verifiable. Really <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> Listen. Well, you know. Yeah. Um. No, I because I was on the Google's. I know. Because Google knows everything. Well, no, I actually I'm on uh, PubMed and yeah. uh, some different stuff. Yeah. But um, uh. I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Anyways, uh, uh, I find my notes here. Jeez, Craig. Uh, you so plantar fasciitis. You actually can make your feet stronger by yes. doing a barefoot shoe, or like mm-hmm. you know, but building into it. Um, I think yeah. we've used a barefoot shoe now for oh, it's got to be twenty years. I've probably no. Yeah, I oh, I maybe, well, they, at I least a good fifteen good or 15, so. 15, 20 years. Yeah. I've, I've run in a in a barefoot shoe. Mm-hmm. I do prefer um, the minimalist shoes. Like I know because I got a new pair from yeah, they're a, nice they're a zero XERO. They're out of the states, and because um, it's hard to find the minimalist shoe, and new I Balance love them. Used to have the best, like they had really. They had good, good ones. Uh, Merrill. Merrill had really good yeah. ones that we used. Uh, you hmm. know. Yeah. My actually, my workout shoes. My uh, I have Reebok Nano. Uh, speed TRs that they don't make anymore mm-hmm. and they've got to be 10 years old and they were the best shoes mm-hmm. and now my toes blown out the top and I was like oh man I'm not going to be using these but then I've gone I've used Innovate for I had Innovate 
probably a couple of years ago. And then we went back to them. And then I went back to them because they were really good. And they're these a British new, company. They're, yeah, they're a British company. So they're a little harder to get. You got to order them online. Mm-hmm. But they fit true to your size. Like yeah. I've never had any problem sizing them. And they're the first shoe that I had with them probably lasted two years. And then it wore well, out. Well, yeah, but we wear the crap we out wear of our shoes. Out of them. Mm-hmm. And then these ones are actually really good. These ones are more, the the ones that I had before were a four millimeter drop. And mm-hmm. these ones are a zero millimeter. And they're actually really good. Yeah. Tony's got a pair. She's got the next level up from ours with the four millimeter mm-hmm. drop. The ones that I had before. Yeah. And she I mean, uh, I think when we got into trail running and uh, the adventure racing, I had a pair of Merrill Pace. Pace, yeah. Glove or something. And that was one of the first years of the minimalist shoe. And I had the new balance. There was like nothing between me and the ground. And I mean, I really liked those shoes. They They were were fantastic. They last me a long time. You could feel the ground and you could feel every nook and cranny of the ground. But that made your foot flex and and react to the ground. So it was much more of a natural feeling in terms of running and stuff. Um, But... um, like yeah, like the 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 typical engineered shoe is just like for CrossFit. It's you want that fine balance between a little bit of cushioning for like the box jumps and the burpees yeah. and the plyometric type of exercises. But you also want to be able to feel the ground. So because your feet tell you a lot about a squat or a deadlift. Yeah, and I can tell when somebody's lifting well based on how their feet are. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it starts. That's where it starts. Start your heels popping up in a position. And, and well, you're wearing crusty shoes from you know like. Like yeah. the, your well, crappy lot, you Nikes. Go, you go to a lot of stores and you, you, they show the cross training shoes are great big honk and yeah. you know sole on them. It's mm-hmm. like, they're not they're not great for what we do, right? You want to be able to have that flatter so, position. Why do they say like, or why is it true that when you f- have people wear like regular shoes, and then you say your lifts could be so much better if you wore lifting shoes? Shoe, lifting shoe. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Um, because I, they put you in a better position. The, yeah, yeah. Your body mechanics change because change. your your angle of your shin, your ankle, all that stuff is you better. Because the shin that, can go from here to more of a straight up. Yeah, or, the or angle, like your heels yeah. elevated, so that <laughs> automatically puts you in a better position. Okay. And then yeah, you don't lose that force going because it's a solid base, mm-hmm. and they're just much more. They're so much more stable. So that's it. Another thing too, and these thing too, like you know, you've got they. Well, I mean, they sometimes the lifting shoes can be a little bit narrow on the foot. I don't know how yours are. Are they wide at they're the They're pretty toe? wide. So yeah. then your feet can do what they're supposed to do, yeah. like spread out. And like, yeah. your toes are like fingers, I think, right? I think yeah. ours are, our, our weightlifting shoes are pretty good. I can spread my yeah. toes out pretty good. So you mm-hmm. can kind of almost grab the ground with your feet when you're yeah. doing you a feel squat like or, yeah. you know. Because you're coughing on the podcast, yeah. you know. Well. Had all a tickle. Good. That's all right. Maybe it's that CrossFit cough. It's yeah, from the oh, rowing. Yeah, from yeah rolling. and they also, like, you know, you want to be able to, like, you know, conventional shoes kind of cram your toes together. So, you know, that's why you always have that onions and, like, ingrown toenails and all that yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Which we've never had. Mm-mm. Never had any problems. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, when you're looking for a CrossFit shoe, you want something that's, like, you know, a low heel to toe drop. Low profile. Oh, somebody's asking questions. And How about socks? Do they make a difference? I okay, so I am picky about my socks. Yeah, me too. I like. Uh, I can't work out in like a like well, what I got on now, like your typical, stick, yeah, you know your regular sport socks. Mm-hmm. You gotta have those light, like thin. I, I like a light thin sock. Thin sock, yeah. Yeah, I like the like, ankle socks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. want anything long up my gab. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I've tried doing sweat. compression. Once. Compression and socks. Are, I'll bad. run. I'll run. Like we do some races. I wear I don't compression, like compression socks. Mm-hmm. Just especially just if it's longer. Old. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You're old. But like for a long race, I'll wear a compression sock just because mm-hmm. it'll save my, my calves. calves. Bit, That's but more your calves, not your feet. Yeah, and my Achilles tendon. I kind of like to keep it tight on those long runs. Do you have a preference in brands of no. socks? No. Doesn't I, matter. I wear uh, Deodora. Under Armour, and Deodora. Under yeah, mm-hmm. Deodora. Whatever's on sale, Sport Check. Yep. 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 Can't go wrong. No. Nope. I know. I have to like, Sabrina has a certain kind that she wears. Oh, really? Like Reebok. But then mine have, have to be Nikes different. Too. I, I have Nike. I have some Nikes. Yeah, Just so we Nike know ones. which is which. Like yeah, who yeah. has what, yeah. right? Damn laundry day. Yeah. <laughs> but like for brands of shoes, there's so many, like, there's not a lot of great CrossFit shoes out there, I don't think. I think Innovate's good. Innovate. Um, uh, no Bowl is good. I don't know what the new Reeboks are like now. The new Reebok. Uh, the new Nanos. Nanos. They used to be really good for, for CrossFit. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're like now. A lot uh, of people like them though. A lot of people like them. So I, I, I haven't tried them. Like mine that I have are really good. I'm, you just can't get them anymore. Because mm-hmm. I like these ones. They're more of a running and CrossFit shoe. Mine are. Uh, I had a pair of Nanos. Well, yep. I still have them in my gym bag. I never take them out to use them because my left oh, yeah. foot from running in yep. them, mm-hmm. it wears away the, mm. the, yeah, the, the underneath part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sole's gone. So Yeah. Uh, another one, the new one's Noble. Has, yeah, uh, I just mentioned Nike that. has the Metcon that are supposed to be really good yeah. for, for CrossFit and, and lifting and things like that, too. So. I think if you find a good pair and after like two months, go and buy another buy pair. Buy another pair because right they discontinue them, them because, and change mm-hmm, them. Because it always changes the, desi- the design of them and then that kind of screws up because that's yeah. what they did with the... With but the like one. I said, you can also lift barefoot. Oh, yeah. And I tell people yeah, to take their shoes off all the time. I do that sometimes, too. I still do that with deadlifts mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Lift barefoot. Um, Tier is also makes a, a lifting shoe. One, yeah. They're kind of new into the yeah. shoe market because they're mostly a swimsuit and then company. For for like lifting shoes, like uh, Adidas has really goods. The Romolos. Uh, and then there's the Dewins. They're classic Dewins old shoes, and they're good. like Rogue super cheap the, on the Rogue. Rogue Dewins are really good. They're like ours. They're like less than like 150 bucks. Yeah, like I'll okay. say how many times like you're not but buying the them nice every thing five about years. lifting shoes is you buy them and you're you probably going like to get 10 years. to 15 years out of yeah, them. Yeah. I think I've had like, mine for like as long as we've, yeah. we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I mean. With lifting shoes, you're probably only going to buy two in your mm-hmm. lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Well, maybe you'll buy more because you lift a lot. Well, maybe, you know, I, I'd like to be 80 years old and have my third pair, you know, you never know. I'm going to be getting my second pair pretty soon. I think mine are getting kind of shot. But We're going to get you a new pair of trail running shoes. I know. Shoes I got from three new pairs of shoes I got to get. Like, mm-hmm. jeepers. Jeez. So now how many of these type of shoes do you, can you find in the average shoe store? Or do you have to pretty, you pretty much, much have to go online? online. Yeah. Yeah. Online yeah especially for the minimalist shoe because... You know, you've got the traditional, like, oh, no, they're not good. But you got to build up to it. And Well, you know. it's like the last time I went. Remember when I, I went looking for a minimalist shoe? And I think we were at Sports Check that one time in uh, in Hamilton. And the girl said, well, I don't think you want a minimalist shoe. You don't want to run in that. I, yeah, I do. Right? Mm-hmm. I, says, I think I know how my body works more than you do. Well, you're a little like, more experienced right, yeah, than the average person coming in. So, like, yeah, I do yeah. want an experience. I do want an, a minimalist shoe. So, hmm. yeah, be an advocate and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This well, is you want. can definitely find them online. So, yep. I mean, I think, you know, Merrill's got a few out there now. Merrill's too. really good. Like, I, we've both used Merrill mm-hmm. before, and they're they're really good. So, they were one of the first hmm. uh, minimalist ones that we and had. And then they kind of went away from it, but they're coming they're back. They're coming back into it, yeah. Yeah. 
That's Everybody's cool. different though. So I mean, yeah. you really got to find what works for you. But yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I think the the less engineered and the more you let your feet do their job because it is 29 muscles in your mm-hmm. foot. In your foot. Hmm. You know, the more you compress and, and like. That foot is connected to, you know, all the way yes. up the kinetic chain. Like you're going from your ankle to your knee to your hip to your back. Yeah. You know, so. That's if your feet aren't healthy, then the rest of you starts it's to. It's going to start to fall apart. You know, it's like anything. You need to work things through a full range of motion. So your, your arch is meant to flex and uh, contract and all those things so you know let your feet do what they're naturally intended mm-hmm. to yeah. do and don't be afraid to work out in bare feet sometimes yep. when we're doing a lift how jesse did a whole roll on in bare feet <laughs> but anyways and track pants and, track and, pants and a sweater, sweater. Yep. stop talking yeah. <laughs> baseball cap baseball yeah. cap <laughs> oh yeah yeah as well, right. <laughs> well maybe next time <laughs> There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, so um, gift ideas we'll give Christmas. you some gift ideas for Christmas. And if you have questions about footwear, we'll be happy to share or offer some insights. There you go. Another episode. Keep it real. Nairi, Fiona, Greg. No Gregisms today. Yeah, not much for shoes. No. Can't do that for shoes. Or <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Gump. Those nice. look like comfortable look like shoes. Comfortable shoes. shoes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There you go. Chris can have the comfortable shoes comment in there.